Hello. We're here recording the fourth Houston's Average Podcast. Houston's Average Podcast, episode four. We still don't have a website. We is me, Samuel, and Fritz. We also don't have a logo yet. That's all right. I just remembered that. Um, I guess what we could do instead of a logo is just do a picture of you and I since Dante Dante said he thinks it's stupid. Yeah, I'd be down for that. I'm kind of down for anything. What do you think about Dante not wanting to do this? I kind of had a feeling. I mean, we had like a group chat set up when Sam first kind of like brought up the idea and came out with it and Dante never responded, so... I was kind of under the impression the whole time that he wasn't really going to be a part of it. But I think he'll still hop in for an episode here and there. Yeah, I'd, I wanted to record a duo. It was really bad. We've been meaning to record for like a whole week now. But I guess this works out because now we've been in Houston for like a week, week and a half. So we can just reflect on our time here in Houston. But um, I guess I knew Dante, since Dante expressed that he thought it was stupid, I was like, yeah, I don't since he said that I just I don't want him to be on the, the podcast so much because then it's just gonna turn goofy which is not the intention I had for this this is more of a diaristic kind of thing for now at least I don't know what do you think about Dante not being part of it yeah um I feel like <laughs> with the three of us together and stuff it tends to get goofy quick like I don't know I just feel like <laughs> all three of us together we start making jokes out of it and it becomes like yeah just more jokey yeah that's fine with me for a bit it's fine it's funny at first but i always get kind of frustrated when it's when we do nothing but joke around because then i feel like we're just wasting time and not doing anything serious yeah i know what you mean um i felt i feel that about like when we video like it's really easy for us to just go into joking and then we can like get lost for like an hour, hour and even longer and just messing around completely off task. I feel like we have a problem with that and then we don't really get stuff done on the timetable like that we have. Yeah, that happened last year with, um, what, what was it called? Her coffee shop where we, we just spent so much time goofing off instead of actually recording the script. And then we made, I made that stupid video of just us joking around. I don't know. My mom, when I showed it to my mom, she was like, I wish you would make something more serious. Damn. <laughs> I mean, I, I thought that video that came out of it was productive. I thought, like, <laughs> it, we got something from it, but I do know what you mean. I feel like we've never really made something serious. It's always been kind of like jokey material and like comedic stuff. So it's nice to finally make something. And I feel like with Spice It Up, I mean, not saying that it's all jokey, but I feel like that's kind of the goal behind it is it's a more comedic thing that we're making and trying. Whereas this is kind of something more serious where we can just talk and flesh out ideas and stuff. Yeah, I I like the podcast for that reason because it is more serious. Also, um, I don't know if you were there when my mom asked Dante at dinner the other night at Barnaby's she asked him what his like end goal was and he said he wanted to be known for like doing comedy skits were you there when he said that or no I don't know I mean I don't remember that conversation yeah I think you were in the restroom so in that way I feel like like making that just gibberish album we did the other night was kind of your project that we all just helped you with and I feel like Spice It Up is more of his project. I think you're more invested in it than I am. I don't know. I just, I'm not into that stuff that much. I like watching it, but I don't like, I don't like putting time in to make it. I like doing very serious, like documentary f- photography projects or stuff like this. Yeah, I feel that. I mean, <clears throat> my, like, I'm super into it just because it gives me an outlet to act. And like, that's ultimately what I want to do. So that's why I'm really happy to do it to like just get an opportunity to act in something and like have a finished filmed product of me like acting in something um that we hopefully go keep going through with and evolve further um I feel like we do need to like we should film this first episode but I feel like we also need to have a couple more ideas for stuff after 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I do know what you mean. I understand what you're saying. And it makes sense because you guys are both actors. But for me to commit to a project like that where I'm just kind of in front of the camera, which is not something I like to do or want to do or aspire to do, it just feels – it can feel like a waste of time to me because what I – I have like projects in mind that I want to work on on my own because as a photographer, which doesn't require group effort, but when I have to invest time working on something I don't even want to really do, it can, it easily turns into frustration towards the group and frustration with the project and frustration with myself because then I feel like I'm just letting myself down and not choosing to spend my time more wisely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can definitely see where you're coming from with that. And I've I've definitely felt that way in, like, projects we've worked on where I feel like for me it's whenever I start feeling like we're kind of just going nowhere and we're, like, kind of trapped in ideas and stuff. Because I, I do feel like if we just start doing something, we take an idea and we just start running with it. And I feel like that's kind of how, um, what was it called, the button? I think right. I think that's what it called. I feel like that's how that really died was everybody had so many different ideas and we were exploring every single idea and all the different ideas that each idea brought up and we just had a million different ideas but no solid thought behind like the basic spine of what the project is. See, and that's something god dude, that's something I I struggle with a lot. That's why last summer when we talked about filming I was like, I want complete creative control because I don't like, I honestly, I don't like collaborating. I've, I don't know. I've, maybe it's cause I played piano and I do photography, which is both, I mean, that can be done with other people, but it's mostly a, a solo, a solo instruments, solo act. So when I, when I work on things, I don't like to come into something and bounce ideas around it. That's good for feedback, but I want to be in complete in complete control so that way i know how things are going so i know how to better manage stuff but it it, i guess it came it came off to dante as i don't know how because he's not he's not here for us to ask but i know it it can seem and it kind of is like a dick thing to do for me to be like i just want to be completely in control but i mean at the same time i feel like in general on these projects every single time it's always been a collaborative thing and like we talk about trying different things and like just do, taking one thing and just doing it but we've never tried just like appointing someone at putting someone in complete like artistic control and having them decide it's always kind of been like a discussion type thing so i feel like we could benefit from at least maybe one of the episodes either dante or somebody takes complete control of the episode kind of like fully figures out exactly how they want it and what they I think Dante's the best one because he wrote the first script and I feel like with this first episode we can really do that where he really sets the terms and then we just we try it and see uh how we like it after that yeah I agree completely because when once we start asking each other like what do you think well what do you think what do you think then things get that's when things get muddy that's why um the button never worked out the button was something um the pizza boys were trying to make we started a script during finals yeah, a year finals. ago and it was just like bouncing around ideas forever and then that's all it ever that's all it ever was we just bounced ideas forever met up once and then <laughs> it, we just completely dropped it no one mentioned it again <laughs> ever again that, that idea completely died oh man well actually me and matthew we touched back on it like uh, uh when was that maybe last summer but we we had met up just to work on something his his mom was not in, in the office so we could use her office um at u of h and so we just kind of linked up and we were like fleshing out one of the characters ideas and backstory and stuff um but at the same time it kind of felt like the same problem we were talking about with like just more and more ideas because we started off as like this will be we'll come up with the backstory for this character but then it kind of evolved into its own thing like its own idea that we were starting to write of like this guy being hired at a building but 
like all the people that he's trying to find or he maybe not hired i can't exactly remember but it, it was about like he was either hired or he was coming in for a meeting but all the people are like not there and he's trying to figure out where this meeting is and where everybody's at um <clears throat> so yeah it always kind of branches off i feel like especially when we collaborate together which isn't necessarily a bad thing but to us i feel like it has been i even feel that way a little bit with um her coffee shop um because I feel like with you and Gio both on film, like you both kind of had different ideas. Um, and then like, I feel like the idea changed of the script when I was added in as like the person across from him. Cause originally it was just the one character. So like adding, I feel like kind of changed the idea as well. Um, and then, I mean, we still kind of struggled with like exactly what, certain stuff meant to us not even necessarily in the scheme of the script but just like to us so we so like we understand yeah it, it this goes back to what we just said earlier it we need to set roles because when we brought on geo to work on it with us he threw in his ideas i feel like that's a film major thing i see that all the time with geo with his friends from his school and then also at my school all the film majors they're always so opinionated and they want to change things which i think it's fine but that they have to be the only person who does it i can't we need to stop or we can branch out but we need to stop checking checking ideas with every single idea we have that's why i mean this podcast was born just by an act of i wanted to do something and i was tired of not doing something and i didn't want to talk about making the podcast i just wanted to make it and then keep going with it and i have no idea what's going to be yet because like right now we're just we're here in your room in Houston just talking and it's cool it's interesting we've never done this before and we didn't even think about it we just set it up and here we are I think that's something if we're going to work on films and skits and stuff we just need to do that and not talk about it or talk about it a little bit but not get so into it that we don't do anything yeah I feel like if if we had come if you had come into this being like hey I have this idea for a podcast let's talk about it this would have been like the first episode unless you had made an episode on your own because i feel like we would have gone so into well what are we doing with the podcast like how what can we say what can we not do like is it like are we going to have different topic matters for each episode or is it going to be kind of random like that i feel like we would have gone so bogged down in different ideas and stuff and then yeah it would have gone nowhere <clears throat> and it was and i feel like it was nice that you started it because then when we did have the conversation with dante it was so simple you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. there it wasn't like a complex thing that we had to discuss. It was so simple. We just came in. He was like, "Yeah, I'm just not really down for that idea. I would much rather film and and like, yeah, basically film." Um, and it was simple instead of like bouncing around ideas endlessly until the project kind of dies. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a very good point because it was a very straightforward conversation since he already like kind of had an idea of what it was since we had two episodes by the time we met with him. Um, I mean, and we can have different topics and stuff. I'm so open to everything. I just don't want it to turn into just goofing off. That's, that's my biggest fear. Yeah, I definitely feel that. I, yeah, I enjoy, I mean, it's also just nice to have, like, this out, this way of just, like, kind of putting thoughts into reality, I guess, like, I don't know, something, I can't remember who exactly was the first person to say it to me, or where I heard it first, but this year, something I really thought about was speaking into existence, um, and I feel like this is kind of an outlet to almost do that, where I can just, like, flesh out ideas that maybe I'm not even sure about in my own head, but just have a way to speak about them, oh, like, not even for anybody to listen to, even if nobody listened to this, um, just to be able to kind of sp literally speak it into existence. Um, it's nice to just have that output, I guess, or that place to talk about it. Totally. Yeah. Yesterday or Saturday when I was in Clear Lake, I, I meant to record cause I thought it was going to be different than it was. Cause last summer when I was in Clear Lake for a funeral, I was out there all day with my dad, but this time it was different. So I had a whole episode just plotted in my head more or less. So I was just going to reflect on Houston. And I kind of had the idea this morning when I was trying to get a hold of you to come record this, 
but now that I'm here, it's it's different than what I thought, and that's totally fine. But I was, I guess what I, I'm using this as an outlet for like mental mapping and just journaling, like a, using it as a diary almost. And the the speaking into existence, I've heard that a lot. I've sent you some. I sent you some videos of uh, Gary V on Instagram. He's very much on just like, don't he's like, don't think about shit, just go do shit. And that's kind of what that's inspired me a lot recently in the past couple of years. Cause I just because of what we just talked about, how we always just talk things through, but never actually take action on those things. Yeah, I mean, I that's definitely inspired me. Like just recently, you saying that stuff because I feel like it's so true. Like especially for myself, I constantly think about and overthink ideas of like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, instead of just actually doing it. I constantly think about doing it so much, and I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to do that, and then this, when I can just do it. And I feel like, I feel like especially with being in Houston, that's been a big thing, because I feel like when school was ending, I was kind of dreading going back, especially with they're not really like, it's only us us three here that like I would just get trapped in doing nothing all day and like just chilling and I did not want to have a summer of just like doing nothing but and that thought scared me and I realized that and I feel like those videos also helped to show me that like the thought scares me but it, that's not what it really has to be because I could just do it like I've been going to the gym basically every single day and like I used to think about oh I'm gonna go to the gym and then I'll, I fall out of it but I've just it's been so easy now that I'm like, no, I'm just going to do it, that I literally just go. I'm just like, oh, I have time now. Let me just go to the gym then, bang it out. It literally takes an hour of the day. Yeah, absolutely. I feel that. I feel that 200%, man. Like just doing a – it may not seem like a big deal, but I'm a Postmates driver now, and I didn't even think about it. Dante told me the idea. I went home, signed up, submitted the application, got my card in the mail, and started Postmates driving right away. I've already made 25 bucks out of like two hours of work, but just – just that attitude of if I don't do it, what am I going to do? Like, I'm just going to sit at home and play video games. I mean, we do play video games, but not, not every second all the time. It's not bad. It's not bad. Is that Tito? (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean, like that it was the same thing with even just applying for jobs like when you were making our resumes i hadn't had like a a full-on work resume yet i only had my theater one and i was just thinking like what am i gonna put how am i even gonna build this like i have no real job experience like only theater and stuff but once i actually started doing it the ideas came and when i was lost i just asked y'all questions and it was just it's so much easier to just do it and to stop thinking about it and i mean i mean that's harder said than done that is the true thing like for me, it definitely is like procrastination is such a big thing. I talked about this in my last one about how I wanted to kill it. And I feel like I've been working on it, but at the same time, still just barely starting to sign up for my classes online, just barely starting to sign up for getting my license this summer. Um, <clears throat> so I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to, I guess I'm trying to find like what the next step is of like just doing it. I'm, I was, I've been going through the stuff that, um, the therapist I talked to in London, Andre, gave me. And I feel like there's a lot of a lot about that, like procrastination and stuff. And like, actually, let me pull that up. Hold on. For me, it's it's been easy to just do. Like, not easier said than done. It's easy to do and say. Like, when I made the Tinder the other night, I was like, should I make a Tinder? You're like, yeah. So I did. And then when I made, when I finally had matches and I was kind of overthinking texting the girls, but then you were just like, just do it. So I just immediately just texted the girls like, Hey, what's up? And now I'm meeting someone this week, meeting a new person I never knew existed all because of just that attitude of just having that attitude of what, like, what else am I going to do? Okay. I can't find stuff specifically on procrastination. Um, but yeah, man, I definitely feel that, um, I feel like it's always easiest when it's coming from somebody else. Like, you know what I mean? Like you, you can have the idea in your head so much. I mean, I feel like this stems back to high school. Like (laughs) y'all would always tell me, 
<laughs> it's not going well or shit like that. And I'll just be like, yeah, yeah, I know. But I wouldn't really. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And But now I feel like because I had in my own head this idea and that was the block when I feel like when it comes from somebody else, it is like, I mean, deep down, you have these thoughts. Like, you know when something isn't right or when something is like, it just isn't going in a way that's productive. But when it comes, when it kind of comes from somebody else, it's really helpful to just like get past those blocks. I feel like, I feel like we just, I just set a lot of mental blocks for myself um, that it takes other people to like overcome, even though that idea is still there in my head. Yeah. With, with blocks, I get a lot of um, like, I'll, I'll know things don't feel right. And I know I shouldn't act on something like I should just keep quiet instead of saying something. But then oftentimes I, I force myself to say something, which it never helps. It almost never helps the situation when I know things are bad. It's almost like I should just let time fix the solution, but then I'll act on those things. Like for example, if something, if someone's like pissing me off in the group chat, I know I should just keep my mouth shut. But then sometimes I'll act on the impulse and just fire back, but that only causes more um, <laughs> causes more drama, more conflict. I feel that one hundred ten percent, man. I feel like all the time I'll. I mean, in general, I'm just an emotional person, so there's also just that, and like, but I feel like I will like when something isn't going my way or like it hasn't ended in a way that I feel good about. I feel like I'll actively react or be a certain way um, that. I know where you should work. Okay. You should go to LA and work at Sir <laughs> and be on Vanderbilt. <laughs> Thank you, mother. Tell me, Tito. I heard you scratching. That was my mother, everybody. Um, completely lost my train of thought. Where was I? Um, actively, actively doing things. Yeah. Yeah. I'll right. Yeah. Um, I'll just like, I'll react or try to try to fix the situation and try to make myself feel better when I just need to take that time. And that feeling will pass in less than 24 hours instead of just reacting. Cause I feel like I constantly react and then afterwards it does cause more drama, more conflict. And then it ends in a worse way than I wanted it's even like shittier than it was before more often than not when if I and I feel like that's something I'm also learning to do this summer is to just like take a situation where I don't feel necessarily went my way or I don't feel happy about it and just let it go let go of grudges too stuff like that like negative energy in general I just feel like it's so anti-productive and it's so easy to creep in and kind of one negative thought can completely derail you when it takes way more positive thoughts to keep you on track. You know what I mean? And that's something that I've just been kind of aware of. Yeah. Responding to that, there's a couple things I want to say, I guess I'll speak to the, um, like fixing, trying to fix things that aren't going your way. Like this is our first time recording together and it's great that we're here. Um, but part of it feels like it doesn't feel organic because <laughs> we're, we're talking into a microphone. <laughs> not not like to each other so this it's definitely something i'm glad i'm so glad we're here doing it but it's definitely something i want to work on to where i want to keep doing so that way when we come to record and or like when we go back to school in the fall we can just call each other and record um i just want to feel completely organic just like ignoring the mic and headphones and all the technical stuff and just have a conversation without thinking about this and without even thinking about the podcast so like that's but I'm so glad we're here we're doing it and not not really thinking about it just speaking and another thing with the negative energy positive energy dude I feel like we could make we should make like episodes about self improvement or something I've been I've always been really into that and I feel like you're getting more into it and I don't know it's just so like intellectually and spiritually pleasing to me when I, I get into self-improvement, whether it be like videos or books or just like Instagram posts that I see, I, I always get so hype about that stuff. And I feel like, I don't know, I feel like it's something we're both into that we could do. 
Yeah, <laughs> I was just I was just thinking about the technical aspect because the whole time we've been here, I feel like we're having a conversation, but I've never like looked you in the eyes this entire time. Right. It's always been like at the mic and shit like that. Um, but I would be really interested in that. And like, I don't know, I feel like <laughs> this makes me think of the, the combos we've had with Dante about like tribe and stuff, because I feel like as soon as you label it as self-help, then it's like, a, you know what I mean? Like it has a certain like, stigma on it not that it's ne necessarily negative or positive but i feel like i don't know that sounds so like it's labeled now so it's but i feel like that is true and like i'm so into that idea because i feel like talking about stuff that's like deemed as self-help is never like well i'm an expert on it so let me tell you how to improve your life because my life is together it's just like we're all peers and like we're just discussing this and like these are ideas that have benefited me and they might benefit other people and like i feel like it's something that could bring positivity to someone I, f I felt that way about this year actually made me think about that because being in london with like completely new teachers we've had the same teachers for two years in the theater program and then having these completely new teachers it made me realize that the teachers i had back in the states are so and i feel like teaching in general in the u.s is so like i know what i'm talking about I have like worked my way to get to this place where I can tell you now that this is what you have to do to be good. Whereas in London, the whole experience was just like, we're all learning about this together. Like it was all completely peers. Even with the teachers, I never felt like they were a teacher. It always felt like we were all peers in the same room, just trying different things and seeing what really works. And there was no I never really felt like I failed at something. Even when I felt like something didn't go necessarily my way, I still felt there was something I learned from it because it was such a atmosphere of just like, we're all working on this together and we're all trying to figure it out. And there's always something you can learn from anything that you do. That's interesting. Cause I, you said you felt that way about being over there in London. I feel that way at Pratt, like my teachers, my teachers are so open and it always feels like really just like a learning opportunity and not like a what's right, what's wrong for the most part that it's always just a collaboration or not even, it's more like the teacher asks questions to help me figure out things for myself and the photography department there. Um, this semester, especially I felt that way and I just made really great connections with my teachers organically just through hard work and always coming prepared each week with questions and with new work and with more thought put into my work it, it was definitely a beneficial experience and then also i applied for i finally applied for scholarships which i've been means i've been told to do by my mom since like sophomore junior in high school but this year i finally did and I even got a scholarship i got a seven thousand dollar scholarship the chair of the department emailed me which i met i met him during the sophomore survey which is like end of the year kind of final for photo students and he he really liked my work which was just i was smiling hard it felt good yeah just because he's not that he has more authority than anyone just because he's the chair but just because he was a, a different a new person and well i guess he he has some authority just with the title but it just it was reassuring to hear to know that someone else saw the hard work that I was putting into into my craft. Yeah, especially somebody new. Um, I constantly I also agree because I feel like at first when I was at Rutgers, all the direct most of the directors for our shows were like the teachers that we had. So it was always kind of like this is still an extension of class. And I was always kind of like, oh man, I'm, I don't feel like so incredible about the work that I've put into this. And I feel like the first few shows there were like that. But now that we're starting to get like out of town directors and we were working with a lot more people who have nothing to do with Rutgers, that more and more I'm finding myself just more like, I trust my, my work more. And they always said that in class. They were like, you, you have to just trust the work you've done outside of the room so then when you like step into the scene or whatever that you just have to know that you've put the work behind it to have a good performance and i found that that has been like the key to really just like not overthinking it as much not stressing about it as much also being more just like present with the people there um just trusting myself that i've 
put in enough work to feel proud because I feel like especially now how like fast everything moves nowadays it's always like okay well what else can I do what else can I do what else can I do and in school I feel like that's taught a lot of like there's always more you can do you can always do more but I feel like it's a big thing to just be like no you know what I feel I feel pleased with the work that I've done I feel strong about the work I've done I'm gonna trust that my work speaks for itself and if the other person agrees then that's amazing and that feels so good to have that person feel that way but if they don't then I also know that that's just their own opinion you know not everybody is going to love what I do or what I've done so I have to find in myself decisions I feel like this also can extend to like life just decisions that I make that I'm proud of that decision and if I hurt somebody and then that's that was obviously was not my intention but I'm okay with my own decision in that moment and I know that I can make a better one next time that I've learned from that sorry to backtrack I forget to bring it up when I last spoke but um I always notice that people who bash self-help always have a like a just a huge loser attitude they think they always feel more entitled than other people they feel like the world owes them something I, and I don't, I don't understand the, I don't understand where the stigma comes from. Like, why, why wouldn't you want to improve? Why wouldn't you want to just live better, live happier, live simpler? I don't know. Just like do whatever you can just to like enjoy your life more. I don't understand. Like we'll, we'll talk about tribe, which is not, isn't even a self-help book. It's tribe by Sebastian Junger. It's about, um, community and like how it's changed from ancient civilization to modern civilization. It's just so interesting, but every time I talk about it, Dante has bashed it. He's like, oh, self-help book. But he's always been that way. It's not just with this. It's always been like, anytime I send like motivational videos on YouTube, he'd be like, why are you watching that? <laughs> it's like, well, why aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. I mean, I feel like I definitely had a big stigma against self-help in the past. Like, I feel like even just opening up to a therapist in London was like a big decision um because i feel like i always had this mindset that like to go to a therapist i needed to have something wrong with me and i feel like that's not true and i feel like like that's a big thing in society today is that to get self-help something has to be wrong with you like it's to fix you in a way when it's never to fix to fix you or to fix something bad about you it's most of the time just for your own improvement i mean like I was saying, there's always, I was just talking about the how school teaches you, there's always something more you can do, but you could be content in yourself. But at the same time, there is always something else you could do. And it doesn't always have to be like a big event or a big thing. It can just be as simple as just like reading a book, like tribe. Like I wouldn't describe that as self-help, but it's something that's that invokes different thoughts in your mind that you haven't had on a certain subject. Yeah, because like I was in the car with Nicole the other day. And I was showing her a song from um, like a hardcore band because I can't, I don't really show that stuff to you and Dante because I know you don't like it. <laughs> but um, like one of the songs I listened to completely differently because because when I listened to it last semester, I really liked it. It has the great dictator speech that Charlie Chaplin gives at the end of the movie. But with having read Tribe, having that whole thought process in mind of working in your community and improving your community improves you listening to the song made me like tear up a little bit and make me feel something i hadn't felt from the song before just because i read the book but and i mean i did improve from reading the book because it's changed my thought and it's changed my way of viewing things and it's explained a lot of a lot of questions i've had about how things work and how social situations work I don't know. It's I I don't see how that can be a bad thing unless it badly influenced me or made me more of a negative person. Yeah, yeah. I mean like and it gets difficult with like therapy and stuff cuz I feel like you can have there are definitely bad therapists out there and you can have a bad experience with it and it kind of puts a whole negative tint on it. But at the same time, I feel like <clears throat> yeah i mean you can always there's always ways to improve and it's not even about like improving yourself it's just about 
growing as a person and I feel like just opening your mind up to other ideas because I feel like my whole thing why I was against it was that I felt like in my own mind I was strong because I didn't need to go to a therapist but it was never even about that like that was just some idea I had since I was a kid that (laughs) I was just holding on to basically like it wasn't my own thought that I had generated myself and I feel like that's also a big problem in the world today is so many people just are fed thoughts and they never think about things outside of their own bubble I feel like we're it's so easy to get stuck in a bubble I feel like especially at school it's such like I'm with the same people all the time which is great and I'm really good friends with them but at the same time it's just so much of the same thing you know what I mean and like I feel like sometimes I can get stuck in that and I can just get stuck in routines of like like the end of the year how I was going to bed at like five every morning and then sleeping in super late like I just got stuck in that routine because it was just every single day and it was so easy to just stay in that because it just was it's so easy to fall back into patterns when you're stuck in that bubble but I feel like if you're constantly just like looking at things from another perspective or looking outside of your own bubble then it's really easy to kind of make better habits and improvements and stuff it's so interesting how um it's it's so easy to point fingers to point like because if you're stuck in one bubble you can you point fingers to the other bubble to point out what's wrong with them that happens all the time like i mean we're not going to talk about politics at all i don't want to talk about that because that's we don't who like we don't know anything yeah (laughs) and it just turns into us pointing fingers at another group that's not the same as ours but that happens all the time even with our friend group yeah it'll be one person will trigger something in another person and then it's just pointing fingers but did you things are so much easier I've, i've started implementing this and everything i just blame myself for every single thing if something goes good great that's i did i put in work it worked out it's my fault that that thing went good and it's everyone else's fault that that thing went good too if something goes bad then that's totally on me like if it's not my fault it's not my fault i had to rush to do something i mean it's not someone else's fault i had to rush to do something that i put off it's just my fault that i put it off i've just been so much happier so much more pleased with life when i do that i don't know if do do you do that or not do you ever just put everything on yourself yeah yeah um i was just thinking because i feel like i've made a similar shift but more in the sense of because i feel like i've always kind of blamed myself for situations but i feel like i did it in a negative way where i would like beat myself up for it and i feel like that would always stop me because i would always beat myself up like oh i made that dumb decision how dare how dare i do that and then but then i never grew from that it was always like oh well fuck i made that bad decision and now i'm trapped and just that shitty feeling instead of just being like all right i made this decision it's my fault that this knew that this has happened but i've accepted that i made that decision and it's okay that i did that in that moment i felt that that was what was necessary or that was an appropriate response and i feel like that's such a better mindset to just grow from to be like that was me and i've accepted that i made that decision and now where can i go from here to improve it right that's like that's like if I want 500 listens on this episode, then I would have started months ago. So it's my fault for not starting months ago to have that audience base if I want that. But it's also, it'll also be my fault in the future when I do have that. If we do have that, it's my fault because we did it. We started it. Yeah. And it, it just like, it's, it answers everything. It's everything's in our control and everything is not in our control the power is within us and it's also like where the cause and the effect just comes later but we just we just need to focus on the cause and not even think about the effect yeah yeah i definitely agree with that and i feel like it's really interesting because in my own life i feel like people have told me that i look at things really black and white and that i don't look at the gray a lot and i see things really just like just black and white and very And I feel like that that's not necessarily such a bad thing because I feel like in life in general, there's so much gray and I feel like they're starting to teach that in, um, we have like a, it's kind of like a career prep class with the, with the casting, um, casting director. Uh, 
and she's been saying like there's so much that's not in your control like you might not have the look you might not that's not you might not be with the type they're looking for you might not have the body type you might not have there's so many factors that they're looking for that's not in your control i can't control what the casting agent needs or what that director wants that's out of my control but i can control how i present myself how i dress how how i put in the work for my own monologues and like I have to, there's so much gray in the world, like so much of a gray area in the world that you have to, you have to find the black and whites that you can see that are in your control and take control of those. Because if you don't even take control of what you have control over, then I feel like there is, yeah, there's nothing. And that's what they kind of say is like, why wouldn't you just take control of the things you can control? Right. Just focus on your own shit. And then things things will work out for you so at some point. Maybe not on everything, but if you just do what you need to do for yourself that you can, that is in your power, yeah. then everything will line up later. But there's no point in trying to alter yourself for everyone else because no one else gives a fuck. Yeah. No one cares. And Yeah, and if you do that, then you'll be doing it forever because everybody wants something different. Everybody will have a different idea or a different perspective. You know, We're all our own people and we all have our own unique way of looking at it. So if you keep trying to constantly i realized if i kept trying to change myself for how certain people wanted to perceive me then i would always be doing that and there's no way i could ever fully change because i i also firmly believe that like people never really change like who you kind of are like you can change i feel like your basic ideas and there are ways to kind of like we're saying like looking beyond your bubble and stuff but like i feel like who you are at your core you are who you are and like that's okay you know what who you've become through your own life is who you've become um as long as it doesn't affect other people and i feel like that's or that you're not trying to serve other people and i feel like that's the only time it starts to become negative you're saying it becomes negative when you when you serve and when you don't serve other people I feel like both in a weird way. Like I feel like if you are constantly trying to serve other people in everything you do, then oh, you, you do, lose do yourself. You mean like change yourself for other people by serving? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like change yourself to serve other people, and like, I mean, it's always. I mean, obviously, it's always good to be kind and to like go out of your way to do things for somebody who's in need and stuff. But I feel like there's a certain limit where it's too much, and it's not even about you anymore. It's all about that person. And I feel like that's when it starts to become negative is when it's constantly just you're trying to change for another person or when things you do are constantly putting other people down. Like if you if you're constantly like I feel like it also becomes negative when you're constantly telling somebody, oh, you need to do this. You need to do that. You need to do this to like be friends or like in a relationship and stuff like that. Like if you're constantly wanting the other person to change so that it can work, you know what I mean? then that's also a negative thing because I feel like, you know, you can obviously make slight changes. You can always try harder or you can do this and that, but ultimately who you are cannot be altered. And so when you're constantly trying to change the person who maybe you're having differences with or you're clashing with, that it's okay to just be like, you know what, maybe we just don't mesh as people like ultimately. And that, I mean, that's obviously like the hardest thing to come to. Um, I feel like that's something I had to come to a conclusion with this past year of just like, it's okay for things to just not work out. It doesn't have to be kind of the end of the world and it obviously sucks, but it's okay. And like, you can grow from that. Yeah, that was happening with me with um, two of my close friends there at Pratt. Just things weren't working out and it was hard to accept at first. I was like, when I noticed it was trying to go downhill, I was really trying to make an effort to save it and to remain like best friends. But then it just wasn't work. I kept putting in effort and nothing was improving. Things were just getting worse. So then I just accepted it for what it was. And then naturally on the, on its own towards the end, towards the end of this semester, I met up with both of them just organically, nothing forced. And we just caught up and talked and it was fine. And I've like, life has been, life has been, great with them without them it's just life has been great their presence it was great having them we had good i have good memories with those people i I probably laughed harder than i'd ever laugh with one of those people and i do sometimes i do miss that but then i've also learned i've learned to be alone there at pratt 
and do my own thing. Like when classes end, when classes end, I would see this person go off and do something with their new friends. Whereas I would just stay behind and keep doing my work. And by doing that, I became closer with other teachers because I didn't have that pressure, that outside pressure from friends to like go and do something fun. Not that photography isn't fun. I, I just, I got to like work on what I actually wanted to work on. instead of just wasting time spending money getting food or just doing whatever with someone else like everything has just pros and cons to everything but i've just been really focusing more on the pros lately yeah me as well because i feel like i had a, a similar experience this past year as well with two friends where it felt like to me at least that i was constantly putting in effort and that that just wasn't being reciprocated and that was a really shitty feeling and i was like well what can i do I feel like this goes back to what we were talking about earlier about um, just like I just completely lost my train of thought. Um, damn. But yeah, basically just feeling like one way and it was just not being reciprocated and it wasn't going my way. So I just, we got it. Um, it wasn't going my way. So I would try harder and I would react in a way that was making it worse and it was making the situation go downhill. And once I realized that I didn't have to try so hard and that it was okay for there to be this distance or for yeah us to kind of just grow apart that that was fine and that also life is great like it was also great with them and I realized that like didn't have to be like an angry thing where like it's over and now fuck them it's just like I have fond memories with those people but now they're just not in my life and it's not like you're they're banned from my life I would never see or speak or engage with them ever again but I wouldn't go out of my way unless I needed to, unless I had a reason to. Like you said, organically. If it organically happened, I'm completely open to that. But I wouldn't force any any interaction to come about because I feel like then that's just anti-productive. Yeah, you know, to be bluntly honest, this kind of thing always happens with me and Dante like every summer. And this isn't news to either of us, I don't think. Like we always have our conflicts. I'll... I'll it happens, I think, when we hang out too much because I get frustrated because Dante is, Dante is like an entertainer, you know. It's always like the Dante show. Not really, but also that's kind of like that's what he wants to do in life. He wants to – he told my mom directly. He said he wants to like do comedy skits. That's what, that's what he wants to be known for. And that's fine. Like that's him. Go do it. But I guess I have a problem – I don't know why I, I just have like an issue sometimes accepting that I guess because I just want more from him but I shouldn't he's my friend so I should just accept it for what it is yeah but I don't know why that like you and him could say the exact same thing but it would only bother me if he said it <laughs> and like it, it that literally happens all the time yeah we all agree on something and it's like okay word for it's agrees it's cool <laughs> but if Dante says it then it's it just bothers me and that's something i'm trying to deal with i think just space space really helps like if if he's starting to annoy me i just i always know i need a couple days just to cool off refresh recharge like even last night at the bar i just like i needed time to just sit alone listen to music finish my cider and then i joined y'all and then it was and then it was awesome yeah but i wasn't ready to just join right away i don't know why that happens yeah i definitely feel that i feel like this year as well, my, my class is so tight and I feel like I have a really tight friend group. We would hang all the time. And by the end of the year, it just didn't feel organic anymore. I feel like that's what it kind of comes down to. Like, I feel like, I feel like then I start really nitpicking kind of the little things. Cause then like the small things start to really irritate me or I'll get upset over little things. And I really think it is just a space thing of just like, and I feel like that was something I was starting to work on toward the end of the year was just like being content with just being alone, like just truly having my own time. Because I feel like whenever I wasn't in class, I was constantly seeking out, oh, who who would be down to chill, who would want to hang out? Because I do love people and I love being around people. And I feel like I do need people to like thrive. I feel like I am an extrovert in that way, but I feel like some distance. And I feel like that's why summer is good to just like, get away from all those people that I'm always with all the time and to just like be back home with two of my best friends, but also just like 
alone. That's also why I'm kind of glad like all the pizza boys aren't here because I feel like so much in the past I've constantly just been out like just out and about with with any number of people. But now I'm finding a lot of time. And like even just the other day, I don't know, like what was it, Saturday? We didn't chill, but that was like the one day that we didn't hang out all together. And I was sitting there feeling like, what am I going to do? Like, what's Sam and Dante up to? And I was like, I don't need to hit them up. Like, we've hung out basically every day since we've been back. Like, I can take this time, find my own things to do, and be content in that. It doesn't have to be like, oh, well, today's a boring day because I'm not out chilling with people or I'm not out doing something. Yeah, I I feel that on a heavy note. Last week, um, like last week, I woke up and I immediately I was starting to feel that summer lull of like, what am I doing? Yeah. That you were just talking about. So I just I immediately got up, just like brushed my teeth and just started doing things around the house, and just started like doing productive things around the house just to fill the time and to not waste away. Cause I know what you mean. Like last summer when all the like all almost all the pizza boys were here. Yeah. And it was just that's too much for me, especially because I don't get along with the others as well as I do with you and Dante. Or, yeah, you and Dante. Because, like, Gio's here right now. We haven't even heard from him. That's all right. We'll hear from him when we won't. Yeah. But we also haven't reached out either. Yeah, So exactly. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But we have seen Nicole and Jeremiah, which we haven't even spoken to in a while. Or yeah. Things have always been good with Jeremiah and I, but not with you and him. Yeah. But it's, it was so fun yesterday to hang yeah. out. It was mad fun. It was so fun. I was I had such a good time last night. It was yeah. a little, maybe a little weird at first, but then it quickly that weirdness went away. Yeah, yeah, that's something I've been thinking about. <laughs> Somebody back at school told me that I cut off people really easily, <laughs> and I feel like that's not true, because I feel like I will put in the effort to like to work it out. I feel like that's just who I am as a person. Like I don't like there being this weird tension. Like I or this negative energy or this elephant in the room. Like I do like to confront the problem, um, but I also feel like because yeah, I, I hadn't talked to them in for a long time, but I also didn't feel like it had to be a discussion of like we haven't talked in so long, and now how we ended was this way. So how do we go about this now? It was just like we just chilled and like it didn't have to be this big thing or this big discussion. It was just cool to just be able to see them again and to hang out with them. And I don't hold any like negative feelings or energy toward them at all. I have, haven't in a really long time and I don't think they do to me at, at all. Um, which, yeah, it was just great to like, just be able to hang out with them without it coming back. You know what I mean? Like we both know in both either situation, how either of us have messed up, whoever it may be. Because I also don't like to point fingers anymore. Like I, like we were saying, I like to blame myself now. I, I find the fault in any situation. that, And I feel like that's something I've gotten really good at this year is just owning up to my own mistakes of just being like, you know what? Yep, I did fuck up right there. And I shouldn't have like... Because I do have a temper. I feel like that is, that's a big thing that I've been really working with. And that was something I talked to Andre about was just how like... I'll sit on situations and let it build up in myself, that anger. And then I'll unleash it a lot of it in one moment that doesn't necessarily need that amount. Like one of the biggest things I talked with Andre about was mountain or molehill and not treating the other like the other thing, like not seeing a molehill and this tiny issue and turning it into a mountain and blowing up. But also if I see a mountain, treating it like a mountain and not turning this big event into a small thing and swallowing that up, like treat each how it is. And then that kind of like build up isn't there do you know what i mean yeah and also um like not holding grudges and just accepting things for what they are that's where like i see the growth i see like that's that takes a lot that's not something we could have done three or four years ago totally when we were like 16 17 (laughs) yeah and so it's a good thing that we could we were able to just meet up with jeremiah even though the way things ended between y'all last time was not on the best note and you're right some things don't need to be talked about yeah it it doesn't need we don't need to discuss why things fell out because we were there together yesterday for hours yeah but some things some things do require that confrontation definitely but that like that wasn't one of them 
it if there was an active conflict then it would have been like what's going on yeah and i i've been in situations where i've been very direct with people and i don't know i i it's easier with guys i feel like to just ask very blunt questions like why are you doing this why you this is making me feel this way because when i've done it with girlfriends it's uh it's like less they don't respond as well to it and they've told me to like no that like they've told me directly that's a guy thing to do which that's fine that's fine in its own way i'm not a biologist i wish i was so i could speak more on that but um yeah i just seen the maturity it takes to just accept things for what they are and move on definitely um definitely yeah because i feel like well i don't know i mean i feel like i never really held i mean i did in some instances but i feel like for the most part i never really held a grudge unless it was something that was pretty serious you know what i mean like i feel like i never held grudges over little things um but i feel like that was also because i would i would build up a lot like i would kind of take things that irritated me and i feel like in general i wasn't the most confrontational person in the past but i feel like i have and i don't even i don't even like to say confrontation because then it, it makes it seem like it's like aggressive. a yeah or like aggressive or a big deal when it, it's really just like why would we sit on it it made me think about what we were talking about with jerry of just like you have the thought now i don't want to get too into it because it's his own business you know what i mean but he had the thought in that moment and he could have waited to express it till it was like a better time to. But if he already had that, th- if you already had the thought, why not just express it then? Like if the thought has come to you in that moment, it sucks that it's come to you in a moment where it might not be the best time, but maybe it is the best time because that's what you thought of then. Like why sit on that thought and then it be kind of half ass in a way, you know what I mean? Yeah, that happened to me, like, last year. A big difference between me last year and me this year is I would sit on things too long. So when I was going through my breakup last year, I thought about it. But then when it came, I couldn't I couldn't f- go through with doing the act of breaking up. And I put it off for a couple of weeks, and it was just kind of muddy, a muddy situation. But it could have, it should have been, it could have been a much more straightforward thing instead of dragging it on for a couple months, really. But now I think that's something I've I've gotten much better at very recently with just acting on things, acting on thoughts right away. Yeah. I feel like that's something I'm still working toward. I feel like I found it a lot more in like friendships and just kind of everyday life. But I feel like relationships is kind of a whole other level. I mean, obviously, because, you know, emotions and stuff are involved and it's a really deeply... I don't know it's a it's a deep thing so i feel like i am still trying to find that of just like confronting in the moment because then when i do sit on it i usually react in a way that seems like it's coming from nowhere and then when i try to explain myself it just doesn't make sense because i didn't react to it in the moment whereas if i just reacted in the moment and just confronted it it wouldn't have been a such a big blow up later on or such a big kind of like thing but also it would just be much easier to express how I feel. Whereas now I'm trying to like get into a mindset that I was in the past. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to, well, I felt this way then. Whereas now it's not really such a big thing. I feel like, yeah, that was something (laughs) I did, especially in relationships was just sit on it. And then at a certain point, like it didn't have, such a big meaning like that i would so i would something would annoy me or anger me or something then i would sit on it but then i would get over it but that energy would still be there and then i would be trying to express this energy and trying to kind of i would kind of be going into a conversation that i should have had when i had those emotions but now i'm in a mindset of i'm pretty much over it and so but the conversation is still there and it just comes across as me not really caring do you know what I mean? Like, it's not that I don't care. It's just that, like, I would sit on it too long. Yeah, and that's... Bring this back to Dante. Like, I'll feel things in the moment, but I, 
I don't know. I don't feel it's necessary to bring it up. Like, why Why would I bring up what you're doing is annoying me right now? Because how is that going to change him or me? Yeah. I think it's more beneficial for me to actively try to let him be him yeah. than for me to ask something of him or question him. It, but that's something I struggle with, like, with my with my own family. I'll do that. Like, I'll question my mom. I don't know why. Maybe just because it's family and... You kind of can. Yeah, or it's easier because, you know, they can't go away. Well, they can if they want to, but... Like, fam- family doesn't really ever go away because they're always your yeah. family. But it doesn't, it doesn't make it acceptable for me to question... For me to question my mom when she does everything for me, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, I definitely feel like it comes in different circumstances because I feel like I really do that in relationships where I really question. And it's like I'm trying to express it coming from a place of love and stuff. But I don't... It's weird because I feel like this does go back to that conversation we were talking about earlier of just like it becomes unhealthy when you're constantly trying to... Like you're... Like when I'll question someone I'm in a relationship with when that's them or like something will bug me and I'll just get caught up in being annoyed instead of just being like, well, that's just who they are. Like, and what, what does that really, how does that really affect me in the long term? You know what I mean? Like in this moment, maybe I'll be slightly annoyed, but 30 years, I'm not going to be still pissed about that. You know what I mean? So just, and I can always find that after the situation happens, but just finding it in the moment, just being like, all right, you know, that was kind of annoying, but Hey, doesn't really matter yeah we got to play the long game because long long game always wins you always you might win sometimes short term but you'll you'll lose in the end when you play short term yeah because what's the point yeah if i'm gonna solve something right now that's not gonna if i'm gonna confront dante and be like your humor your cussing is annoying to me right now that's just gonna cause more aggravation and tension between the two of us Whereas if I just let him do whatever he does, then he he goes unaffected, and I I don't force something on him that he doesn't he might not want. Yeah. Yeah, I I feel like that's where I've grown a lot since high school because I feel like in high school especially, I mean even in the beginning of college, it was always like, well, how can I feel? How can I change this now? How can I make myself feel better now? Like I'll have feelings of like feeling sad or anger. I'd be like, well, I hate this feeling, so how can I change this right now? What can I do to change this right now? But it was always in relation to the other person. Like, it was never like, what can I do for myself to change this feeling? It was never like, well, let me just go to the gym or let me go for a swim or a walk or whatever. It was always, well, what can I do with this other person? How can I speak to them? How can I just resolve this issue right now? When, yeah, like we were saying, distance. Sometimes it just takes distance. Sometimes it just takes a little bit of just, you know what? This is what it is right now, and that fucking sucks but it won't be that forever. And I feel like that's just a much healthier way to look at things. I mean, not necessarily healthier, but just like for myself at least. Yeah. Um, I think we could wrap it up. Maybe hit the gym. Yeah. I don't feel, I don't feel sore anymore as I did when I first came. I don't know why I've been like in pain all day. Damn. from being sore but now i i don't feel it right now i don't know why well we'll still take it easy um this has been fun yeah very productive Definitely. feels great to to do this even if no one listens i don't know why it just yeah it feels good to to do instead yeah. of sitting here playing like video games or something yeah. same old stuff just over and over again um yeah i don't even really care if people listen because i feel like nobody really does except for like gabriella yeah <laughs> and like we're gaining from it yeah exactly so it doesn't even matter if people are listening or not yeah it's just good to like bounce these ideas around but maybe maybe one day we'll be listening <laughs> <laughs> or maybe one day some someone will be listening and we'll have comments and have a whole community that would be awesome that would be cool cause then I don't know I feel like yeah it's just like it's cool now just to like be sitting in the same room just bouncing these ideas around recording or not but I feel like the cool thing about recording it and putting it out there is just to like bringing other people into the conversation and then having like a community to bounce these ideas around like what are everybody's thoughts 
that's just something that's really cool. Yeah. So I guess I guess we'll end it here. This is episode four of Houston's Average Podcast. Episode four. Next will be episode five. I guess I don't know if we'll. I really want to try a duos. Maybe I'll, I can. I, I want to buy a mic like today. Just now. Right. Just get it. Yeah, man. And I'd, we could we could try see how it works. That would be dope. But suck if it doesn't work. It'd be a waste yeah. of money. I mean, or, you could probably return it. Yeah, Best Buy is a good return policy. But yeah. um. Yeah, we can maybe we could work out and go buy a mic right away and come back and test it real quick. Yeah, I'd be down, man. That sounds fun to me. Just do it. Yeah. Not linger on it. For real, get it done. All right, guys. Um, hi, Gabriela. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Hello. Uh, actually, Gabriela said she was going to stop listening since you didn't come to dinner last Friday. Right. So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, I'll come to dinner next time, Gabriella. Please listen. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Peace. <laughs>